0: welcome friends to the gaijin animation appreciation hour with your hosts sig bisley and colt mauser before we get started please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this now let the animation appreciation commence the week is finally over
1: it's christmas time
0: I mean, it's only the middle of the week. Well, I guess it's the end of the week by the time anybody's listening to this. But um, yeah. I don't have
1: to go to work for an entire week. It's so the first time off I get a week in and a like half, two fucking years. Yeah,
0: except that cow shoot you got to build tomorrow.
1: Listen, cows need to go in a chute. I don't have a chute.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do the fucking math. Some of us would still consider that work.
1: Yeah, but I don't have to go anywhere. Fair enough. I have different work standards.
0: Apparently. For too much capitalism. Get us canceled.
1: (laughs) I know. Technically, well, yeah, it does make me money. Anyway, that doesn't matter because it's Christmas. And this is the Christmas episode.
0: Yeah, get your expectations up. (laughs) How is that
1: different than any regular episode?
0: Uh, We'll discuss Christmas
1: episodes. We're going to talk about our favorite Christmas episodes of stuff. That's pretty much it. Uh, We just finished Arcane. Which was, I completely dismissed. I wasn't even going to watch it till somebody else told me it was good.
0: League of Legends adaptation, whatever. Yeah,
1: like, it seemed like shit, but it was actually very, very, very good.
0: Very good. Extremely good.
1: Like, ex- in this day and age, exceptional. But we'll yeah. get into that later. We're going to go over our favorite Christmas episodes. Um, we finally watched a Dirty Pear movie. I mean, I've seen them all before, but we went back. Good to watch them again. With a critical eye. And yeah. there wasn't much there. Yeah, there's not much to <laughs> critique.
0: Very entertaining. Definitely uh, definitely going to be recommended, but uh, yeah, not not a lot going on. It is very simple.
1: But before any of that,
0: duh news. Yeah, the news. All right. Yes, you excited? I'm actually excited for the news. There's some good articles here today. All right, so the Muv uh, Love, Love Alternative anime is going to get a second season. There's so, just so many of those. Move Love is such a strange franchise because it was like I think a I was visual watching, novel. I think I was
1: watching alternative. I don't yeah, remember. I yeah,
0: alternative was the one with the mechs and the the bugs that would eat you. Yes, that was the one. Um, it's getting a second season now. I don't know. Um, if this is if this is a, I think it's a sequel to the more recent one. I don't think it's a sequel to the older anime. No, I so think, it's think that was Total one, Eclipse. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I I don't keep that up on my Move Love. Um me neither. But there's a second season coming out. It is, you know, it's got mechs, it's got some bugs eating people. It's you know, I can't I can't complain. Cool yeah. mech action. It's got some uh etchy stuff going on because it's muv love, love, so
1: it's yeah. classic. It's got everything you need.
0: Yeah, so basically. Uh, hey. Second season. That's cool. Check it out. All right, moving on. Um so in one of the strangest pieces of Gundam related news I've ever seen. Um uh, ever. Uh that that's saying something. Which I've mentioned before, they they're doing a Don's Island movie. That that wasn't a joke. Cannot wait. They're doing a movie based around what is generally considered the worst episode of <laughs> original Gundam. I like that they're doing it just as a fuck you. And not so much the plot. Like the actual plot of Don's Island is actually pretty good. It's actually an interesting plot, so I can understand adapting it. Um but, the you know, with the disaffected Zeon Soldier yeah. and all that stuff. But the animation was just, like, I, they farmed it out to, like, I don't know, five-year-olds. It's <laughs> just terrible. Not. I mean, Korea it's, not, was, it's co- not the last episode of Evangelion terrible, but it's pretty terrible.
1: Korea was busy, so they had to farm it out to, like, I don't know, Laos or
0: something. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, but, yeah, it's directed, it's directed by uh, Yoshikazu Yasuhiko, who's done, like you know the manga he did like the not did he do i don't think he's the guy oh jesus now i'm i'm gonna am losing my cred i can't i don't think he's the guy who did original he did his own gundam manga that was a long-standing yeah. adaptation of the original um and he was an animator back in the original too so that's i mean that's i don't know it's cool i just um, find
1: it fascinating they're doing a movie of it because it's funny
0: it is fascinating actually you know, I'm, uh, All in
1: Japan does shit like that.
0: I mean, Kunio Okawara, Kadoki are going to do uh, mechanical designs. So, you know, stuff will look well. I've seen a shot of the Gundam, and it looks very Kadoki to me. Yeah. I mean, it could just be a newer Okawara design, but, you know, you never know. Um, That's true. It had a lot of extra lines on it a lot of extra panel lines, a lot <laughs> yeah. of extra, like, does text. Yeah, which is very Kadoki. <laughs> um, I don't know that they've confirmed yet who the cast is but um yeah i don't know i'm uh i'm actually excited for this I, any
1: uc gundam stuff i'm yeah, always super
0: stoked a little bit of original gundam you know get to see the original i'm assuming Toro Fur is gonna be in it like i mean i would fucking japan so. is a whore about keeping original voice actors oh, absolutely it's unfortunate that Bryce voice actors unfortunately died yeah, Somehow, one right. of the few people in Japan who's susceptible to lung cancer. Um, <laughs> it happens. It happens. With that, yeah.
1: le- with that level of smoke.
0: Twenty twenty two looks like it's early summer. Twenty twenty two. That's when it's going to be in theaters. So you know, who, who knows how the hell quickly you will see it. Hopefully, fast. Um, but yeah, I'm into it, man. We might
1: see stuff earlier just because, like, maybe we Netflix might, or somebody they might, might pick it up and might stream. It, you know
0: what I mean? Well, it could be like. Um, Uh, hathaway or i like that came out kind of right away so yeah it did we'll see which excited me. i'm interested i'm actually excited just to see it you know well animated some more gundam plus i gotta flesh out a movie so there's gonna ah, there'll be some cool stuff in there man be some good mecha porn oh definitely anyway moving on to something else that's uh pretty cool um roni kenshin is gonna get a new tv anime huh that's a weird thing to
1: bring back yeah. Because it was kind of wrapped up, you know, um, satisfactorily. Well, apparently
0: they they started to do a continuation or a side story. I don't know. I haven't looked into it enough. There's a manga. There's like a manga continuation they started a couple years ago. Hmm. And then That's it went on hiatus when uh, Nobihiro Watsuki got like. Me too'd or something. Kind of me too'd. It was some allegations. I don't know that they ever went anywhere. It was, you know, some stuff from back in the day. I, I, I don't think he ever gotten big. T- I don't know. He's back, so I don't.
1: There's not a lot of stuff that's really me too in Japan. Like it's kind of Yeah, I
0: think it <laughs> I think it involved nonsery, but I don't know that it was ever confirmed. And let's be fair here, Japan's kind of into that, which let's not talk about it. Um seemed
1: like the age you could say like 13 or something. It's
0: something ridiculously young. Yeah, so um whatever. but yeah, it's coming out. Now I don't what I don't know and cannot tell, and you know, again, I maybe mean, if I could read Japanese, I would know. Um, whether this is just an adaptation to the new the new manga or whether it's going to adapt some part of the original or whether it's just going to do the whole thing over again. Honestly, they should just do the whole thing over again personally um, because the, the original was kind of a shit show and it never fully adapted it. it kinda, yeah, it's true. It kind of fell apart after Shishio. Like, it did. Yeah, I, I, yeah I would like to see that. So I, I'm into it. Um, right. Check it out. I mean, I have the whole original run of the manga. i probably dig it out and reread it again.
1: I would like to reread it that. It's pretty game. good. Not you mentioned it. It was a good one. I liked it. And it's like, you know. It's 28 volumes.
0: It's kind of perfect. Yeah. 20 like volumes is when things like size. Naruto hit like a time skip. Yeah. Exactly. Or One Piece is just, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. They haven't even left the freaking East Blue yet. It's true.
1: But yeah, like I like a nice short, tight, you know.
0: I'm not going to comment on that.
1: Ew. Nice short, tight. I didn't say anything wrong there. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's going to be coming out. We'll see exactly what it's going to look like, but uh, I'm interested. More is always good by me, and the movies are cool. So
1: I know I always wish there were more.
0: In the other room, check those out. Though,
1: uh, the only good live action adaptations of anything ever—not <laughs> the only, but yeah, damn near it's the best, probably for my dog, for
0: sure. All right, so I got some. It's not bad news. It's just goddamn why you taking so long, news. Uh, Doctor Stone is getting its season three. Because you're damn right it is. It's not going to premiere till 2023.
1: Oh, fuck off. With the skipping <laughs> year for everything. I know.
0: I know. I know. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're going to do a special next year.
1: Okay. As long as I get
0: something. Um, based on Ryusui. So, I don't know. There's, there's going to be pirating. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a pirate hack going on. There's going to be some pirating going on. Well, he
1: did take off in a ship, so yeah. I fucking so. Hope so
0: we'll see what happens. We'll see how that turns out. But uh, you'll get a little bit next year, a little bit of something. But you're not getting more of the original till. Wah wah, wah. Sure. So,
1: God, we gotta wait for everything. Yeah.
0: What is even going to happen next year? It's all right. I don't even want to guess. Uh, moving on. In more not ne- not again not sad news, but. Uh, Hero Academy, My Hero Academia, whatever you want to call it, is entering its final arc in the manga. I never um, thought.
1: I, that's one of those like shounens I thought they would just keep beating on forever. In
0: March, and now it, it it's the creator, um, Kohei Horikoshi, is saying, like, eh, it's it, within a year it'll be done.
1: It's kind of good, though. I hate when they go on forever. Tight
0: stories. They... You know, I, one thing I wish Japan did more of is you do your tight story, and then you can always come back to it later and i wish they came back to it later more like do a time skip do a different side story set something else in the same universe like it's one thing they don't do enough of sometimes especially with manga like they just kind of move on which that's okay but how often does a, a mangaka's like second creation after a huge yeah success go somewhere you know yeah. and it happens don't get me wrong and god rubico takahashi how many manga does she have the blew up she's like. a fucking juggernaut man like freaking you say it, sir Ron one half Andy And new like get out of here it's already too much success. wait there's another one too there is another one i don't even remember what it is fuck i was just looking at it today regardless crap a lot of success yeah so maybe um, could just so anyway hero Academy's kind of kind of drawn to a close again that's that especially is that kind of universe where like they could just keep doing more but then again i thought the same about tiger and bunny and it took them how long now to do more of it? Which they're doing more of it, thankfully. But good god, that was like the
1: original. Come on, Japan superhero for hire. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah.
0: Well, they were sponsored and like. Yeah, exactly. There was rankings and stuff. Just it was yeah. There's a lot of similar elements going on there. Mm-hmm. The story itself is not really the same at all, but um, and the main character certainly isn't because it's kind of like the opposite thing going on. But... Yes, yeah, old guys. <laughs> yeah, that's why
1: I kind of liked it. It was old guys.
0: But anyway, just uh, yeah. You know, now it's semi confirmed that it's probably about a year from the end which means i mean you know the anime will lag behind that but forever Yeah.
1: the anime i mean the anime drags ass you can always pray for more i suppose they did that whole like league of Supervillains fucking arc I, I
0: haven't even caught up yet i'm letting episodes build up i went back to one piece i'm <laughs> i'm still like on episode like 750 i got to i got to catch up a bit there
1: got to catch up on black clover man
0: yeah there, I'm all I got episodes built up. It's okay. It's the holidays. I'll so just marathon all day. Anyway,
1: yeah, this week I'm going to finish up all the anime from this season. So then next week we can do we do the wrap up.
0: MM, because it's good. Be in season, bitch. You're in wrap up, baby.
1: It's coming. I think there's new Goblin Slayer this season.
0: All sorts of new stuff this season. It's going to be another pretty good season, I think. Yeah, man. Um, row. Anyway, ain't the preview episode, so I'm moving on. Uh, Demon Slayer, once again, dominating <laughs> like it does. So sad. Uh, Mugen Train, first anime film to top the annual DVD chart in 12 years.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: 12 years. Sold 460,000 copies on Blu ray. Whoo. Only behind Frozen in 2014. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. So, yeah. Um, it sold over a million copies of Blu-ray and DVD combined in Japan. So, Demon Slayer, man, crushing it. Like, uh, it's coming out on Tuesday in the U.S., by the way. So, that means it actually came out yesterday. So, it is now available. Now that you hear this, it is now available in the U.S. on Blu-ray. And uh, DVD. So, you know, check it out. Check it out. Or just you know, watch the six episodes that just came out <laughs> yeah. that are are the movie. Yeah, I don't know
1: why it sold so well. It's kinda of pointless. But yeah. I
0: mean it sold well in Japan, so that, you know, makes a little more sense because you know, they they do tend to buy that stuff more and they don't get the same streaming and re airing that we get. That's true. Um shitty, anyway, shitty streaming. That's just uh I, I just always like pointing out how Demon Slayer crushes it all over the place. It is a
1: weird anomaly, like it is
0: especially since like the original manga is kinda like the bare bones version of what they did with the anime and the anime just like took it to the next level. Yeah. Which yeah, that's what I've
1: heard. I haven't read the manga. It's really cool.
0: That's yeah. I I've only looked at little bits of it and I haven't read it, but that is what I've been told. And looking at the little bits I've seen and the comparisons. Yeah, that's, that's, Yeah, makes sense. That is correct. Um, I suppose I could buy that giant box set of the whole manga since like we're everybody just, else in the world bought it.
1: We were, we were just talking about it. Yeah. I'm tempted to buy it. I got to
0: start buying up One Piece because I really do want to read the manga. Um,
1: everybody says it's the best thing ever. Yeah,
0: just to compare with the anime. And the, Yeah, anyway. Moving on. Uh, Dark Horse. So uh, Dark Horse got sold. Dark oh, Horse I heard Comics that, yeah. To the
1: Embracer group. That sounds terrible. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much about the Embracer group. Um, All
1: those little comic companies being sold to other companies is terrible. I'm sure it's going to be terrible.
0: Yeah, so I guess Mike Richardson and uh, Neil Hankerson, I don't know. I knew who Mike Richardson is because he's been the CEO, and he's the, he's the Dark Horse guy, right? He's yeah, been there for like forever. forever. Um, they're keeping 20% of the shares. The other 80% are going out. Um, Apparently, Richardson's going to continue to lead the company, which I don't know. I mean, Richardson... I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. Like Dark Horse has definitely had its woke issues and bad writing and bad everything issues. Yep. <laughs> but less so than Marvel and less so than D C. So I really don't know where they're at nowadays. Um
1: I stopped caring.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I mean I'm I'm interested to see what'll happen because if it's if it's bought out now, you know, maybe it'll get prodded to make some money and you know, do what people want instead of I'd have to look self into immolating. That. I'd
1: have to look into the company that bought it.
0: Yeah, I don't know much about him. EVS did a stream about it, but I didn't I didn't watch it, so Yeah, I don't know. I figure he would probably know a little bit about what yeah. that was going on.
1: Usually when those like big like um usually it's like they're just shitty um
0: investment firms. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's the word I was thinking of. Investment firms yeah, like, like the uh, one that bought
0: Burger King and ruined yeah, it. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. They'll and just bought Tim Hortons and ruined it. They'll
1: basically just suck the life out of the company and then just And they, sell they bought Dunkin'
0: it. Donuts and is in the process of ruining it. Yeah, same idea.
1: That's sad. It is sad. Dunkin' Donuts used to be ours, man.
0: I know. Tim Hortons was like Canada's thing and completely like gutted by a That's
1: why they did where my dad worked. Look at the power plant. Yeah. Some shitty investment firm bought it like Yep. That's it, what happened to Toys R Us. Like, suck the life out of it. Toys then... R Us was
0: still making money, but it didn't matter because there were so many debts that got levied on them by the investment firm that bought them specifically to throw a bunch of debts on them. Like, they just got toasted. I mean, this they're coming a back shitty, now,
1: but shitty fucking way to make money.
0: Yes, yes, it is. It's just so like
1: short-sighted. You know what I mean?
0: And welcome to the anti-capitalist pocket. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's not what we do around here. But there are capitalism has its failings, and that is certainly one of them incentivizing shitty behavior like that
1: well it's not even it's not capitalism's fault these people are just short-sighted
0: well it's fully unregulated capital capitalism's fault
1: yeah yes and no yeah i think if these people weren't morons like there's only so many companies you can suck the life out of yeah but it doesn't doesn't matter that
0: That doesn't affect the individual that does it so they don't care i guess you see what i mean
1: you know it infects the individual you see what
0: i mean a bullet <laughs> da, da, da. that doesn't solve all your problems this is actually the matrix which is the next <laughs> thing we're going to talk about um, i don't want to talk about the matrix <laughs> <laughs> so apparently i just I, I bring this up because this these are the most japanese responses i've ever seen because <laughs> you know Japanese creators don't tend to really shit on other things. Like, this is not really what Yeah, no, does. they tend to keep their mouths shut. They're very because sneaky because about... Because they're professionals. And they're very sneaky <gasps> about criticism, if they're going to do it. It's almost like that, you know, damning with faint praise. <laughs> yeah. um, so both Oshi and Kojima had, like, super stock thoughts about it. Like, oh, it's returned to its roots. And, you know, although Oshi. Oshi basically said, like, if it doesn't have Keanu Reeves and Carrie Amos, it's toast. <laughs> <laughs> basically, that's very that's very Oshi being blunt about like, yep. yeah, this movie wouldn't have worked without the two of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, that's kind of damning with faint praise. Um, Kojima, you know, he just thinks it's it's the greatest thing ever. But Kojima likes anything that you know has pseudo intellectual stuff going on because it's true that's his stock and trade. But I can't shit on Kojima too hard because Metal Gear Solid 2 may be the most prophetic video game ever. (laughs) That's true. Disturbingly so. I remember watching like the the end of that game, like a half hour long, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. This is ridiculous. None of this. I don't get it. It's not gonna happen. And then like, here we are. You know, almost 20 years later, and it's like, oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I should have paid attention. I should have known. Um. But anyway, you go look up what they had to think about it. I have never been less
1: excited for anything than I am for a the new Matrix movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: look, the second one could have been good if the third one was good. Like the second one fully hinged on the third one being good, and then the third one was not good. The first one was fine, and the first one is fine as a standalone story. Yeah, it like it's, it's a else. good
1: standalone story. Which is good. It, actually, it's not a good story. It's fucking terrible.
0: But. It has enough,
1: like, rule of cool in it that it's like a classic. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: there are there are a lot of flaws the in the The story
1: part. is amazingly terrible if you think about it for, like, 30 yeah, don't, seconds. Yeah, don't think about it too but, hard. at the end of the day, they should have just left it the fuck alone.
0: And I know this one's been dividing people because I know some people do like, you know, they're going to like this new movie, right? They're going to like The Matrix. I don't think it's going to be as well liked as the new Spider-Man uh, because that seems to be fairly universally liked. Uh, but...
1: I've heard it's amazing. And uh, probably see it this week.
0: Yeah, definitely gotta see it. But this one, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. You know, Japan.
1: That, they have that, that typical good, like, deadpan.
0: Yeah, take oh, on it. I so like it. anyway. That's all I got for the news, man. News is over. It's time to move on. Let's, talk about, your life. let's talk about Arcane. Let's talk about Arcane. Uh so One of the least likely sources I ever thought (laughs) of good writing was a League of Legends, you know, adaptation, spinoff, whatever on Netflix with the, you know, one of the protagonists being, you know, a girl with pink hair and a side shave like that just screams bad writing. And this isn't going to be good Um, yet. It wasn't yet. It was actually really goddamn good. Um, Surprisingly so surprisingly so. I mean, there's not
1: one goddamn like thing in it that I can like
0: bitch about, yeah. really. So, okay, so Arcane, so League of Legends. I don't know anything about League of Legends besides it's a MOBA. That, I know nothing else about League of Legends. That's for children. Not my thing. <laughs> um, not that I'm against online games or anything like that, but League of Legends is just not my jam. So, this is a. Uh, looks like a prequel. Definitely some type of prequel. Oh, definitely. You could judge yeah. by, you know, the characters it's got in it that are in the game that clearly, you know, they wouldn't be doing whatever's going on in that game yet. It's just not, they're not there yet in this in this world. Um, it's 3D animated, but it's got a very good style. They the, they the, spent some money on it, yeah. Apparently the, um, they use, like Riot used the, the games, they use their um, usual animators to yeah. do it. So, you know, it'd be like if, Warhammer was doing a series and they used their normal animators. Yeah. I mean they kind of did that when they went and scooped everybody up, but you know, same idea, right? Like if you're used to working with a studio and they can do it like bring them in to do it. Like don't you know, don't do the Warcraft thing where like, you know, they have all these awesome animations mm-hmm. in a studio that gives a shit and then they go and do a live action movie that no one watched or gave a shit about. China China yeah. watched it. No. Yeah. But uh but
1: those days are over.
0: Those days are over. So Arcane, uh two protagonists, which that doesn't always work, but it works out here. You got Jace and you got Vi. Jace is like uh, to
1: do that, you have to actually be a good writer. So Jace is like
0: some mix between like I don't know, uh frickin' Tony Stark, but younger. You know, he's like a kid. It's like kid Tony Stark mixed with, I don't know, some sort of Chad. <laughs> some sort of hyper Chad. Um, and you know, Vi is the, the pink haired girl with the side shave starts out where she's like, a they don't really say her age. I say she's like 15 ish. She could be anywhere from 14 to 18 yeah, in the original like early teens episodes. So there is a bit of a time skip. So there's three episodes. There's nine episodes total out. Um, there's going to be another season not out for a couple years. Thanks. 2023. Um,
1: Jesus Christ.
0: So the episodes are like 40 minutes ish piece They, some are a little shorter, some are longer. Um, but there's three episodes that are that take place when Vi's younger and, and Jace is younger, and then they jump forward eight-ish years, yeah, eight to ten that. years. They're old. Um, for the last six episodes, and that's when it really starts to pop off. So, the whole idea is you got the city where you know you get the elite living high on the hog, and you got an undercity, you know, like a city of thieves going on, and they're separated by a bridge or a couple bridges, and you know, uh, oh, what is his name? keep thinking Daxter what's that's not gonna work Vander so you got Vander who's running like the undercity basically and he secretly works with the the council that runs the um the upper city yeah
1: he works with the cops
0: yeah basically he doesn't
1: really he just has like a kind of a handshake agreement that like if he keeps a lid on his shit they won't come down there and you know shake anybody down
0: yeah yeah keep it you know kind of keep the peace keep it from escalating um Vi, which is the the girl, one of the main characters. She's got, you know, her her band of rogues where there are other other rap scallions, right? Running Run around. Rats. Um, including Powder, who becomes a main character later, a different character who's very very crazy and very awful. And I'm so glad they didn't go the like Dime Store Harley Quinn route with her. Um because they didn't. It's much more fleshed out than that.
1: She's much more genuinely crazy too. Much more genuine crazy. And not funny crazy. crazy. <laughs> no,
0: not funny crazy at all. Um, so, yeah, you have those first three episodes and, you know, the first episode's a little, you know, like, okay, this is pretty good. It's very pretty. And you're getting there. You see things you don't, you know, there's people smoking. You're like, you don't see so that in Western animation much, anymore. So much or smoking. Even Western TV. Just interesting. One of those things to point out. It's very... Um, pointed out with Cowboy Bebop.
1: It's very steampunk, like, 1880s. So if people weren't yeah. smoking cigars, it would just feel weird. It's
0: steampunk <laughs> in look. And it, the technology is very like magitech, especially in the second half. Yeah, definitely. Because um, that's what's that's what they're trying to do. So Jace is trying to develop this nobody builds magic technology a giant hammer unless it has magic. Yeah. yeah, or a rocket in it. Thank you, uh, Battle Angel Lula. Ah, uh, rocket hammer. I love that. I fact. was so fucking glad that was in the movie. Hell <laughs> I was, yeah! I would be ship. so mad if it wasn't. Anyway, um, so you know the the kind of central story is. You know the first half, the Vi gets in trouble. You know they go and pull this heist off in of the upper city, and it's on Jace's stuff. They
1: accidentally blow up Jace's apartment.
0: Yeah, pretty much in his lab, and it, it causes problems. And there's fallout from that. And then you know there's a there's other elements that are trying to take control of the lower city, um, and there's a power struggle there. And then there's a confrontation, and a lot of people die. Like, in the third episode, it really pops off. A lot of people get iced. I won't say who, but there's a lot of people that die. They do not
1: fucking play.
0: Yeah, they do not mess around in this series. And then it it sets off the second half of the series where, you know, you get to see the fallout of that. What's going on with, you know, under new leadership in the lower city um, and some of the corruption going on in the upper city and Jace coming to more power and... It's it's just interesting. It's just it's a very well written story. It juggles a lot of balls really well. Um, it keeps them in the air, and it doesn't you know it doesn't drop them all on the ground and fall flat on its face like a lot of. There's clearly competent writers in charge of this show. Extremely competent. Um, it's in
1: fact, I think they're hoarding all the competent writers left. <laughs> right.
0: Like it's extremely diverse. It's got a lesbian relationship that doesn't make you cringe for even half a second. Um, And it doesn't really it's just kind of a side thing. Uh, It's not overly puerile or or offensive for the sake of being offensive. It's not written like a, you know, a, a teenage edgelord would write it.
1: And all the female characters are extremely flawed.
0: Yeah, they're humans. They're normal people. There's uh, no they're, very they're suing all, going on. They're
1: all fairly badass, but they all have amazing flaws. And there's
0: amazing, there's consequences. And they don't sideline the male characters either. Not, no, like, not at all. Jace is not just running around like a cuck. No. Like, he's a bit naive, but he... Oh, he learns the game so he, fast. He, but he learns from his mistakes, and he does work. It's fucking fantastic to watch. And there's a lot of awesome side stories and a lot of awesome side characters.
1: There really is.
0: Um, like, you could kind
1: of make a side story about any of those characters and I would, like, be in. You it's know what clear,
0: I mean? you know, after watching... So we watch The Lord of the Rings every year. We, you know, we just finished The Two Towers. It's clear that they really cared about Lord of the Rings. The people that made Lord of the Rings, obviously. Peter Jackson and company. It's clear that the people that made this are the people that actually give a shit about the lore behind... Like, I know nothing about the lore behind the game, but the people who wrote this... Clearly gave a shit.
1: Yes, definitely. Like, a lot. And they're very good at what they do. It's kind of amazing that something... Oh, but that aesthetic would be so well-written, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because, like, immediately you're like, oh, God, this is going to be,
0: like, feminist nightmare number 27. It's like, not at all. No, not at all. And even with a... I'm not going to say butch, but, like, a very tomboyish main character. Because, God forbid, you have tomboys. Actual anymore. tomboys. Um, it works. It works. And, in, you know, the characters are complex. The decisions are complex that they have to make. And, they're and not... there's,
1: like, so much
0: gravity. Yeah, there's and consequences. There's, like, there's emotional
1: weight to everything. Yes.
0: You actually care. Like, when something happens, you're like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah, oh, like, there's like there's, there's serious oh, shit moments, like, all the time.
0: Yeah, it's... Which
1: you don't get a lot anymore. Everything's just kind of, like, bland. Yeah, for
0: Netflix especially, I am shocked. Like, yeah, they really shocked. just
1: let them do whatever they wanted, and I don't know. It's exceptional.
0: <laughs> my only real bitch is, and we've said this before, is the music is just... It's, it's too modern. It's modern, it's generic. It's all this like,
1: modern, like electronic uh, shit. I just and, don't
0: like it. I don't think it's actually poorly chosen or anything. I'm sure some people will actually enjoy it a lot. It's just not it's my just, thing. It's not my thing. It doesn't work for me.
1: I would rather like an old-school kind of you know orchestral soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like the kind of generic go-to. It's
0: not that it doesn't fit, though. Like, I get it. It's fine. It's, it's just not my it's thing. It's just, yeah, it just doesn't. It's too modern. It would not be my number one choice. Uh, what else? What else do you want to say about uh, Arcane? Uh, it's like my only criticism.
1: It's nice to, like, watch something where I don't hate the characters. I can get into the characters. I actually give a shit when people die. Yep. And, like... They have to make decisions that are, like, savage. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, like, there's, like, like I said, emotional weight. That doesn't happen very much anymore. Yeah, there's- especially
0: in the second half. In the second half, there's a lot of decisions that are just, yeah, there's no good choice. You, yeah. you, you just can't. It's just least worst of. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, The dialogue's good. The side ca- like I said, even the yeah, side Yeah, the dialogue is good. Like, I expected
1: yeah. it to be super cringy.
0: No, the dialogue, I didn't. I didn't catch a single line of cringy dialogue. I didn't catch a single cringy anything, which fucking it still blows my mind. No. Even the implied lesbian relationship is not it's not they don't do they don't go there. There's no random sex scene for no reason. There's yeah, they don't
1: sexualize anything, which is like really nice.
0: <laughs> well, except for except for there's a lot of side boob. <laughs> they really enjoy that. I enjoyed that. I think that's more of a character design thing. I think everybody enjoys that. Sure. That, that's the mark of a good
1: character designer. <laughs> they obsess about, like, one silly thing, like Kwan's legs.
0: But, yeah, it's ah, – it's, I don't know. It's an interesting – you know, it's, it, it's much like Warhammer or anything else where, like, it's not anything that hasn't been done before. It's got all the elements of a million other things. Oh, yeah, but it's just – But it's put together in a very – you know, in, a, in an interesting way. And it's extremely well executed. It's oh, like good show. Right? One of
1: the best things I've seen in a long time. Yeah, the writing like is excellent. Western stuff anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm genuinely shocked, and I'm really looking forward to another season.
1: Oh, I know. I wish I didn't have to wait fucking forever. I know.
0: Two years once again. Brutal. Um, but, God, the fact that Netflix did something good is still... <laughs> I mean, Netflix doesn't always screw up. Usually they do well when they keep their hands out of stuff, and I, I'm assuming they kept their hands out of this one a lot because mm-hmm. it looks like it was just... You know the game studio basically being able to pick their stuff and do what they wanted to do. Now I didn't look deep into it to see if that's the case, but it feels like they kept a lot of control.
1: Oh, definitely. You know, it's like the
0: stuff you see on Warhammer Plus, where like clearly, that's Games Workshop keeping their you know iron grip on it because <laughs> you know they're not going to let it go completely woke or. It was crazy because there was poorly. like
1: there wasn't one goddamn thing. Like you could tell they like usually there's like some whenever there's a show like that, there's like one thing, you know what I mean? That they'll just slip in, like just some like phrasing of something or some kind of stupid buzzword. Yes. You know what I mean? There wasn't one. I didn't see one.
0: No, no, they didn't, they didn't sacrifice the integrity of the story for other bullshit. Yeah, there was like nothing. It was And that's always the problem. You know, people talk about woke this, woke that. Yeah, the real problem is bad writing, right? Like, Because, you know, you say it's woke because they've sacrificed the storytelling for an agenda, right? So that's why it's woke. But the real problem is the bad writing, right? Because, and it's, you know, it's written poorly because the person has no talent. They've been slipping in, like, sentiments
1: without buzzwords for hundreds of years. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, good writers
0: have been doing that forever.
1: And they need to go back to doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Anyway,
1: 100% recommend. Yeah, check it out. Literally, if you're not watching it right now, do it right now.
0: (laughs) Listen to the rest of this episode. then go do it. Um, No, shut it off and do it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But it's good. Arcane is very good. It's nine episodes. Like I said, they're about 40 minutes apiece. I think one of them was like 30, and there might have been a couple that were like 50. That's another mark of a good show. Yeah, it takes like, the amount of time it takes.
1: Yeah, it just it gets its shit done, and there's no like it has to be 46 minutes or you know whatever the fuck. Yeah, it is. it's
0: not padded. It doesn't feel padded at all. No, at all. No, it's like all meat, no fat, all meat. And, and they didn't, you know, they didn't get too deep on any of the character, like side characters. They gave them enough of a backstory, but they didn't get so deep that like it became a mess. Like I, they just did a very excellent job of juggling oh, all that.
1: I, I, this is like stuff that you used to. It was standard ten years ago, but now it's just yeah. like I'm so blown away by seeing something that's like just standard good. <laughs> yeah, competently
0: written. It's it's very good. Yeah, check it out for yeah. sure. Arcane on uh, Netflix makes me want to throw up a little bit to recommend Netflix at all, but uh, it is what it is. Go check it out. That's life, man. Anyway, it's time christmas time
1: it is christmas time
0: it's time to discuss my favorite time some christmas episodes so i'm gonna do two honorable mentions first and then we'll go into a top five so one of the both of these up will probably catch a lot of shit for for them being honorable mentions and not being in the top five but hey it's very personal list you can disagree I, I could be persuaded otherwise, right? Well, I mean, there's no anime on there, so we're going to get shredded anyway. But. Yeah, well, sorry. I'm not up on my Christmas episodes. I can't remember. Like, there's episodes that happened during Christmas, and I suppose I could have pulled those out, but none of them came to mind where they were, like, episodes that really stuck with me.
1: But they're they're Christmas episodes, but they're Japanese. They're not, like, Christmas episodes. Yeah, you and know even I mean? if they are, they're just not... I don't know. None it's of different. them stuck with me.
0: It's different. Sorry, it's just...
1: The way it is. We're going with traditional Christmas episodes. All right. But
0: that's all animation. So, um, first honorable mention, and this is gonna feel like sacrilege, is the Simpsons, of course. So the first episode of The Simpsons, Santa's Little Helper, Christmas episode. Classic. Classic. Now is it the best one? No. No, not at all. Not even close. But it's got to be mentioned. Um and if you haven't seen it, honestly watch it. Just because it is it's like the original. It's the OG. Just go go watch it. Um the other one I'll mention from The Simpsons is the the episode where John Waters is in it and they're trying uh, they're worried Bart is gonna be turned gay by John Waters because he owns like this vintage toy store. Yeah. Um and they try to take Bart out hunting and they can't find anything, so they go to like the freaking uh, reindeer place. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like Santa's reindeer. <laughs> like a reindeer farm or something.
0: Yeah, it is. Heading zoo or whatever. And they're gonna go like shoot reindeer, and then the reindeer are gonna attack them. And John Waters comes in with like the the Japanese Santa toy. <laughs> yeah. where he like it's a tin toy and he just stomps in. Ah, it's just funny. It's a good one. Check that one out too. I don't. I I'm not. I can't look up what it is. Look up John Waters and Simpsons, and I'm sure you'll figure out what episode it is. If you don't know who John Waters is, inconsistent in his movie quality, but he did some interesting stuff back in the 80s and 90s. Um, Indeed. And an interesting character. I actually always kind of like the guy, but... He is a funny dude. Uh, Futurama would be my second one, right? So, very Simpsons-related. Uh, also, Sacrilege. I know a lot of people love those Christmas episodes. There's two episodes and part of one of the movies, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's probably more now, because I can't... I've only watched the newer... Spade of them, like most of them, I've only seen once, maybe twice. Yeah, whereas the old, you know, the first four seasons, I've seen them a, a, a thousand, thousand times, times. Yeah, um, but John Goodman is evil, Santa, evil robot Santa is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. the whole idea of evil robot Santa is pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> they have to like shield the earth from, like, <laughs> from the evil, robot, evil Santa. robot, spider, it's like Spider Santa.
0: No, Spider, you're thinking of Zim.
1: Oh, yeah, I am. You're jumping ahead. I was convolute those episodes.
0: But they do have to like get out of the streets and like bar their doors and like hide in their houses. Oh
1: yeah, because evil robot Santa has a sleigh.
0: Yeah, he's got a yeah. sleigh. And he just shows up and you know he'll murder you for no reason. Because he like I know his programming went wrong and he thinks everybody's naughty. <laughs> Except wait, who was it? Was it Hermie? No, was it Zoidberg? There was one of them who yeah, was yeah, there was like one of them who naughty. was just not naughty. He's Like oh, me. you've been good. Freaking <laughs> so hilarious. Um, they're both they're good. Check them out. Um, you know, if you haven't seen Futurama, for the love of God, what are you doing? Watch Futurama. Futurama is excellent. Yeah, I shouldn't have to say this. And the Simpsons episode is from that John Waters one is from the meat of the Simpsons. Like, watch at least seasons like two through nine, and you know, you get the you get the best stuff. Yes. After that, it's spotty. It's spotty, but like two through
1: nine is the absolute.
0: And Futurama was pretty good throughout. Simpsons. There's a stinker here and there. They exist. They're kind of rare. Yeah. It- there's not a lot like I can't think of a, like
1: a bad season, you know. No, what I mean? it, no, it didn't last long enough. I
0: agree. There was no season where it was bad. It got
1: cancelled five thousand times. Yeah. Like, it got brought and they back. They split the
0: movies up and whatever. So anyway, those are the two quote unquote honorable mentions, Simpsons and Futurama. Obviously classics. So uh top five. Um we don't have to go in order. We don't have to go in any particular order. I will save one for last, um though. So the first one, let's let's get Rick and Morty out of the way. This is a classic episode. So, Rick and Morty, I, I get it. It's a divisive show. Um, is it? it? It is a bit, you know, because... I was unaware. There's a lot of spurglords out there that, you know, they made it annoying. You know, the fans ruin it on occasion. And not that I give a shit about was That is true. Fans, I, was
1: at, um, God, I was at one of those conventions and some kids started screaming about, like... Fuck his Szechuan sauce.
0: And everybody's like, what the fuck is wrong Szechuan with Szechuan sauce and pickle rick and all this <laughs> stuff. i like, look, it's funny. I get it. And especially the first three seasons were pretty goddamn funny. I'm not going to complain. I mean, Dan Harmon knows what the hell he's doing. Justin Roiland knows what he's doing. Um, you yeah, know, we never did watch the new season. I heard it was kind of milk toast, but I we'll get around to it. I a bit
1: of it, and I was just like,
0: eh. Uh, but the Christmas episode is the first season, Pirates of the Pancreas, um anatomy park. it's one of the best episodes Hilarious. period
1: even if it wasn't a christmas episode so
0: it's even got john oliver who at the time i rather liked and now i wish would you know shut the hell up um i, I wish he wasn't a citizen if we could kick him back to england <laughs> <laughs> kicking you back out hey morty would you like to ride the bone train <laughs> uh, ah god so it's good. got some good stuff i mean you know building a tiny amusement park Inside of a <laughs> homeless man dressed as Santa, it's there's there's a lot of really good jokes in it. Oh my god! When he blow him up giant, <laughs> and the the yeah. poor guy, the poor guy in the Rockies just sees the shadow of his giant <laughs> dog coming at him. <laughs> so good. Ah, uh, there's some good stuff. There's some good random like. This like the, the gonorrhea is just a good guy. Was it gonorrhea? Or no, hepatitis B or whatever. I don't remember. Isn't that the same episode the with Monster. like uh
1: fucking Jerry's parents? Oh yes, <laughs> That is.
0: I watch them sometimes from like from the closet. Always as oh, super. <laughs> Which is Dana Carvey, who's yes. also hilarious. Yeah, um, he does
1: a ton of voice work now. I always wonder where the fuck yeah. he went, but like everybody else, it's voice. So
0: work. whatever you think of Rick and Morty. My god, this episode is gold. I'm so, it's just gold. It's a good freaking episode. It's funny it's as hell.
1: Probably my favorite, like, of all the episodes.
0: Uh, it's it's definitely up there. I'd have to think about that, but man, it's top three for sure. It might even be top two. It might, it could even be number one. Like, it's awesome. It's a good episode. Uh, I'd
1: have to go back, really.
0: I would too. Deliberate. But it's excellent. Anyway, Rick and Morty. I don't, well, I should have looked up the name. It's Anatomy Park. It's Anatomy Park. Yeah. That's the episode. Check it out. It's a damn good episode. Uh, all right, moving on. Moving on because so we got uh, four more to go here. So uh, let's see. Let's do uh, Aqua Teen next. <laughs> so, the ghost of Christmas past <laughs> from the future. So good. Where Santa it was an ape and he was making toys out of <laughs> feces and bones. <laughs> And Danzig is really really mad because the blood was supposed to come with the house. And where's the blood?
1: Oh god. 11 minutes of pure stupidity. Oh, uh, like so
0: good. like most Aquatine, especially early Aquatine. My god. It is 11 minutes of just pure stupidity. But oh, god it's is it so funny. fucking funny. You got the ghost of robot Ghost of Christmas Past, the robot ghost of Christmas Past from the future. Yeah. Who just tells you horrible stories thousands of years thousands ago. Thousands The smoke ago. comes in. And he's just annoying Carl. Ah, uh, <laughs> super classic. Uh, I don't think we ever talked about Octane much on here. But if you haven't watched Octane Hunger Force, especially early Octane Hunger Force, go watch that. Like, it's on HBO Max. The first, like, watch five
1: it. seasons are cash money. It gets a little weird for, like, a season. and then Yeah, it's about a
0: season or two. And then it gets and good And then it again. comes back,
1: and it's, like, really good again.
0: Yeah. No, they came back around. It's and it's coming back again too. So
1: if you if you want to like blow beverages out of your nose with laughter, yeah, that is the thing.
0: Early Aquatine is,
1: funny. oh god, all the
0: German alien episodes. Yeah, it's good stuff. But the Christmas episode, it's one of the better ones. Um, not, I mean, god, there's a hundred good ones. I mean, good god, so many episodes, um, so many episodes. But it's funny as hell. It's got a Danzig cameo. It does. I mean, how can you complain about that? <laughs> um, and if you don't know who Danzig is, for the love of God, look up who Danzig is. The Misfits, uh, Sam Hain and Danzig. Yep. And get knocked out by that random guy because Danzig is kind of an asshole, but his music's good. So, you know, go check it out.
1: <laughs> eh, most people whose music's good are assholes. Yeah,
0: It's kind of the thing, right? It's the nature of the beast. Anyway, the, ghost, the robot ghost of Christmas Past for the Future. Funny shit. Check it out. Uh, all right, so uh, next up, I think we'll we'll stay on Adult Swim here. We'll go uh, Metalocalypse.
1: Oh, that's a good one. This is one with fucking... Uh, it's What's-His-Face's mom and Dr. Roxo. So
0: Metalocalypse is about the fictional band Death Clock, um, who is, you know, what if what if the biggest band in the world... It's like, what if Bill & Ted's was real, and the biggest band in the <laughs> world, instead of Wild Stallions, was this random metal band full of dysfunctional assholes random death metal band um random death metal band and uh the they get I know, i'm not gonna say tricked but kind of tricked into doing a christmas episode yeah i think is doesn't is it murder face's fault because murder face <laughs> one who gets tricked into it they drag I believe somebody into so, yeah
1: they have to do like a christmas special and they have all their parents on oh my and god most funny? of their parents are awful And it ends up with fucking... um, Dr. Roxo. Swizzgar's mom. Servicing Dr. Roxo. Servicing Dr. Roxo. (laughs) And if you're wondering who Dr. Roxo is, he's the rock and roll clown. He does cocaine. He's basically... um, He's David Lee Roth. He's David Lee
0: Roth. In a clown suit. In a clown suit. And he does cocaine. A disturbing clown suit. Um, Yeah, it's... Again, much like Octi, this is actually one of the longer episodes. Because yeah, most yeah. of Metalocalypse is those same, same eleven minutes episodes. Yeah, like this 11. is the season where they're yeah. like half hour. They're not really half hour because of the commercials, but you know, yeah. they're half hour like episodes. Um, it's just funny, man. It's a funny episode. Oh, God, it's so funny. Uh, I think it's the third, third or fourth season. Um, it's also on HBO Max. So yeah, it is. I. I highly recommend you check out Metalocalypse in general. It's also coming back with a movie. And there's actually a through line and continuity with Metalocalypse. So if you like it, like it's got an overarching story going on. Everyone was so mad that they wouldn't like finish it
1: because they basically got to the point where Brendan Smalls, They're like the guy it. who created it and did, you know, every
0: whole movies, too, if you're ever a fan of that.
1: <laughs> like he said, I need five more episodes to wrap up this entire story. And those motherfuckers would not do it. Yeah. And then Viacom got there, like, basically bought the whole thing. And they're like, make the movie. So now, this is the only good thing. Pay attention. This is the only good thing that happened when, like, four companies bought all of Entertainment. <laughs> yeah. We get the end of Metalocalypse. That's it. That's the only- And good more thing Venture.
0: Which yeah, we're you get more Venture. Which we're going to go to next. So Metalocalypse, check it out. Now we're going to move on to- this I, this always flops between my – this and the, the last one we'll talk about are the two. The Krampus. The Krampus. So Venture Brothers. a Very Venture Christmas. It's actually a special episode, so it's not even a full half hour like Venture usually is. Um, it's it's
1: super early. So the Venture, animation is it, crazy. super or... early.
0: It's first season, and it's like first half of the first season. So Venture Brothers, also an excellent show for the love of God. It's like the most boutique show. It's written by two guys. Voiced mostly by those two guys. All right. The writing is phenomenal. Like good. Like it's. It's just the writing is just extremely good. It's extremely on point. It's been on point for forever. It, it, there's no. There's no bullshit. Because no weird bullshit. It's two. You know. Well, there's a lot of weird bullshit, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Uh, they definitely have all the themes it, it start, that yeah. woke assholes would love, except it's hilarious and they do it correctly. They do it correctly, and it's
0: a. You know, it started off as kind of just a send off of Johnny Quest. Would you ever seen Johnny Quest? It's just a very cheesy 60s, like, adventure if boy you're style super show. fucking old. Yeah. And you've seen Johnny Quest.
1: Actually, Johnny Quest, that's like shit my parents watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they replayed it in the 80s when I was a kid. So yep. I've seen it. So, I don't think
0: they replayed it in the 2000s. Though, no, so. I don't know. I don't think so. You guys Maybe if it. you were watching, like, Boomerang or something. So anyway, Venture Brothers, excellent show in general. I mean, it's just. It's so goddamn good. Just watch it. But fifteen minute episode, and it's a Christmas episode. And uh, these are things you gotta know about it. So one, there's Tiny Joseph, <laughs> a, a villainous guy whose only job is to be Tiny Joseph <laughs> a, and plant a bomb in the manger, um, the little tiny, you know, manger that someone would have in their house to to set up and put the little baby Jesus in the.
1: Yeah, in he, pret- group, he pretends so to he-
0: be. He's supposed to be actual Joseph in the, yeah. <laughs> in the in the little uh, Nativity scene. Um, let's see. There's a reference to the Sears catalog, the Wish book from like in the Joker Mobile from 1976. Oh my God! Uh, and so, venture because it's a very you know 60s adventure style. It's got like weird super science and it's got magic randomly, and uh, yeah, they accidentally summoned the Krampus, <laughs> yep, which is a uh, Germanic. I want to say a demon, but he looks like a demon. He's kind of a demon, yeah. Who like shows up to punish naughty children. And if you ever seen the Krampus, which it got way more popular. Like this came out in like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, super and I'm not a long saying they, they, you know they didn't invent the Krampus, but it was way before like there was a Krampus movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it kind of brought it back into the zeitgeist. I, I think they did
1: a little bit to popularize it. Yeah,
0: and uh, you know it comes in and it's it's this furry demon with horns. And it's got like a whip, like a cat of nine tails, in one hand. It's got a basket on its back with like <laughs> crying with children, yeah. <laughs> and it's like
1: it, it both spanks
0: you and humps you. It spanks at the same you and time. humps you, um, and it it does so to Doc Venture, who's one of the main characters. And you know, one of the big themes of the show is how he's just a complete failure. <laughs> the show is mostly about failure. <laughs> it really um, is. And it's just a it's a funny goddamn episode. It's short. It's to the point. And if you if you like the show in general, it's even funnier. But even if you don't like the show, it's great. It's a good one it's great. Off, yeah. you know, it's it's just a nice short little hilarious thing. Like, right? It's really good. Um, but I that's that's the venture know. Christmas, a very venture Christmas. Uh it's an extra on the DVD for the first season. I believe you can still stream it on Hulu. I think Ventures on Hulu. Probably, yeah. Um so yeah. Yeah, go check that out. Very cool. All right. That's no, number one. So baby. we get to it, and notice we didn't, you know, we didn't talk about Charlie Brown, Christmas, or any of that stuff. All classic. Go watch the old timey classics. I, um, I feel like those are they're so Frosty ubiqui- the Snowman. They're so experience. ubiquitous. Like it's pointless. The Grinch, obviously.
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you to watch
0: anything. You of know, shit. you should know about this, and you should be watching it. Um, we're going to do Invader zib which, strangely enough, it was, well, until Enter the press came out. It was the last Invader Zim that existed. Yes, the very last episode. The very last episode is a Christmas episode, and it's absolutely fucking hilarious. It's the best Christmas episode Oh, my ever. God. Um, one, Zim in general, again, it was one of those things where, like, the fan base hurted a little bit in the mid-2000s because it was all, like, hot topic. All, all Rick and Morty. All Rick and Morty. Similar arc there. Although, Zim is better written. Oh, like, God, yes. You know, more consistently better written, personally. No, it is, definitely. and Vasquez kept more of a tight grip on that. He uh, did. Which is good.
1: Rick and Morty, they rely too much on... The writer's room. Rick being an asshole. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's part of the problem. That was my big bitch about the new season. I watched, like, the first few episodes. It's like, oh, man, this again? Yeah. The first episode hey. of the last season... no. Wait a minute. All right. The first episode of the last season they'd literally done like three times before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the exact thing. Like yes, fucking Morty gets his like come
0: up in, you know. Come on. Anyway, back to Christmas so Back to Zim. All right. So um Oh yes, it's got so it's got Professor Membrane. So Zim is about Of course it does. an alien Trying to take over Earth, but he's incompetent. Everybody's an idiot. And it's just kind of hilarious.
1: It's kind of like now where
0: everybody's an idiot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And people aren't just idiots. They're like absurdly Absurdly stupid. Absurdly (laughs) stupid. Like the school is spelled S K O O L. In the
0: funniest way. It's it's hilarious. So, anyway. And um, Dib is the only sane person. Yeah, Dib is like the the human trying to, the human boy trying to stop him and very, like, you know, trying to be Fox Mulder.
1: (laughs) Right. It, it was totally X-Files. Oh, too. yeah, <laughs> totally.
0: So um, Professor Membrane, which is Dib's father, and he's like, you know, super scientist guy. Uh, he is friend, was it friend of the earth, enemy of Santa. <laughs> he's really mad at Santa because he didn't bring him something one year. Yeah. Um, and the whole framing of this is like in the super future where like a robot, Frosty the Snowman, is telling children a story. About the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> yes, it is. And and Zim gets the idea that, like, people will do anything for Santa and for presents. So he, like, makes a Santa suit. He, like, pumps Santa knowledge into a, into <laughs> into, a goo. Into, like,
1: an AI, like... AI goo. goo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and makes a Santa suit for himself. And then eventually that, you know, there's some blowback on that because it, like, actually takes him over and makes him super jolly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so he has this evil plan to, like you know, subjugate the whole earth and, you know, wackiness ensues, right? There's a Jingle Jail. There's an actually strong <laughs> Jingle Jail. Um, oh, Mini was... Moose is there for the first time. Yes. he's uh, He's been there. Don't worry about it's it. the
1: original Mini Moose. Just
0: a floating moose who comes back from the movie, by the way, which if you've you you know, if you've seen any Zim, you may have seen after the Floor Piss because uh, that was the one that was on Netflix more recently and it was freaking hilarious. I thought it was really good. You know, this is, this is the original, like the end of the original, right? We did a whole
1: episode on how it like restored my faith in humanity. I did,
0: I did. You should go check that out. But uh, it, this Christmas episode is phenomenal. Like, it's my favorite Christmas episode. What do they have to lose? Oh, a <laughs> gain? One of the kids criticizing the the general story structure. Uh, it's, it's a and little meta. Then- And
1: then the fucking, the snowman, like, basically takes him, shoves him in a drawer, and, like, stuffs him under the bed (laughs) and and continues his story.
0: (laughs) Get out of here. Uh, it's (laughs) So amazing. Zim is so good with those visual jokes. Yeah, it's all, like, subtle, but it's so good. But, yeah, um, again, another thing you could check out on its own. I don't, I honestly don't know where the hell Invader Zim is streaming by itself. Like, Enter the Florpus Uh, is on Netflix. uh, I don't think they have the series. Well, who has Nickelodeon? They stuff? might. Ah, it's Viacom. It's pro- oh, I think it's gotta be HBO, right? Either Peacock or Paramount Plus. I think it's Paramount Plus. Oh, maybe the, the Nickelodeon. Either stuff. way, we're all let's track it down. It's solid. Gold. Invader Zim is good stuff. You should check out all of Invader Zim because it's hilarious. Um, but the Christmas episode is way up there, and it's it. To it'll my bring a episode. it'll bring a smile to your face and to your heart for Christmas. To my heart. Anyway, those are our top five Christmas ones. I probably would put Zib at the top of the list. is my that. favorite. I'd probably put Venture second. After that, it's kind of a grab bag. Rick and Morty probably third. Yeah. That one is really good. Oh, it's so funny. Metalocalypse and Aqua I'd probably put Aquatine up just because it's, it's shorter. That Metalocalypse one's really goddamn good, though. Uh, yeah, it's hard to decide once you get past they They're three. all good. Um, so, yeah, go check those out. Uh, yeah, tell us what you think about them. I don't know. Just get in the spirit, man. Enjoy some Christmas. Whether you care about Christmas or not, do it anyway.
1: Christmas is more of a time than it is a holiday at this point. Yeah, man.
0: All right. So done our Christmas episodes, and now it's time. It's time to discuss Dirty Pair Project Eden. We've been going on
1: about how awesome Dirty Pair yeah. is for like weeks and weeks and weeks.
0: Yeah, so... Um,
1: so after... After, like, slogging through, like, God, over two hours of the Dagger of Kamui, I was like, I need something retarded and short to wash my brain out.
0: Yeah. And Dagger of Kamui, again, I still say you should check it out, but it's, it's yeah, it's it's a different thing. Dirty Pear is bubblegum. It's just, it's not, it's not deep entertainment. Like, no, 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 no. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the basic setup is you have well, Yuri and Kay, um, they're kind of space cops. Space cops. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're technically cops, but they they act like space cops. Um, I think they're like a private security. I think that's company. what it is. I don't think it's quite space cops. I don't cops, think they
1: have like actual space cops. They're just like a private. Look, how space
0: they even security. have a job after the crap they pull all the time. I have no idea. No. So the basic premise is look, it's 80s, man. It's like it's two hot babes being cops <laughs> in space. In space. Um, and, and their shtick is that.
1: Even when they solve the crime, they end up blowing up a planet.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, every, like the worst possible thing that could happen happens every time. Like, they're just shit minus. Like, the, the worst <laughs> luck ever. Like, the worst things happen. Like, they have blow up a goddamn, like, you know, space ring built around a planet at the beginning of this.
1: Oh, yeah. Space elevator.
0: So, there's not much that happens in this. You know, there's the first part where they establish that, uh, God, I can't remember the name of the metal because it's, like, got a crazy anime name. It's like
1: Vivarium
0: or something. Yeah, like Vibranium, but not um space vibranium, whatever it is. There's this special metal that basically all the spaceships need to, you know, run their engines and, and do warp and stuff and be able to get no, around it's the gas warp. Like that's how they warp stuff. Well, and it's also they coat the ships with it for um strength. That was the other thing they said it did. Fair enough. So it, it gave them warp drive and it like allows them to I don't know, their ships don't get blown up while warping. While warping. So anyway, they uh you know, there's a bust where they're trying to buy some illicitly procured stuff and you know, then they're like, haha, we're the police, screw you. And then a bunch of stuff blows up. <laughs> and then they go to they get another job right after that. Even to, though
1: they blow up that entire like yeah. ring around the planet, uh, which probably costs like
0: I don't even want to know billions of trillions of dollars. God, just trillions and trillions of dollars. More than build back better, that's for sure. <laughs> so anyway, they do um they get another job and it's to go to this planet where they mine all this metal and you know, figure out what's going on because there's a couple of plants that got attacked by these weird alien creatures, right? And the there's two like different countries that, you know, co own this planet there's or whatever. One
1: country that basically mines this metal. And there's another country who wants to start processing it. Yeah, and
0: refining it.
1: Like the other country is just like, we export raw materials. And the
0: country that does the raw materials is like the capitalist portion of the planet. Yeah. And the one that does the refining is like Soviet Russia portion of the planet, right? Like they're very communist. Very commie. Um, State run. They never really say they're communist, but they're like state run versus private enterprise. That's the implication you get. Not that it matters that much, it really doesn't. Uh, so the the the, com- the part of the planet that wants to or the country that wants to uh do the refining and is you know uh more collectivist i suppose is blaming the the more capitalist side for sabotaging their stuff like you're sabotaging our stuff so you know i don't know you can get a leg up cuz of your filthy capitalism right and that's the implication that it, you know it'll obviously make it worth more yeah. for you and whatever which is not happening. So the Dirty pair shows up to uh solve the mystery. And uh yeah, it involves I won't say too much more because I could literally explain the rest of the plot in about a minute and a half because there's not much else that happens in it this. It
1: involves a scientist trying to make hot babes.
0: Yes, there's a there's a mad scientist. There there are the metal is not just metal, it's like it's almost like oil where like it used to be creatures.
1: Yeah, it's like how yeah, it's like how oil is made from fossils. Except like they're still dormant and they but could it's be awakened. Still fossils.
0: And um, yeah, it's there's a whole bunch of stuff about evolution and whatever that doesn't really matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at um, all. He's basically just, and he's so dumb that he at one point mistakes the dirty pair that are there for creatures that have somehow evolved and not realizing that they're just regular freaking people that had showed up. Yeah, he thinks he finally succeeded in and then making there's hot like chicks. Car- what the hell is his name? Carson V Carson or whatever. Carson D C- Carson, Carson? D Carson, the uh the the thief. The thief who shows up. The uh protagonist and male love interest. Yeah, he's uh he's a good side character. He's pretty funny. He had some he had some interest and some tension to it. Uh but not much happens in this. So, he's anyway. Pretty based, man. What what did you what do you think? What do you think about uh I think that that sometimes I
1: just want to watch something that's very entertaining and very stupid.
0: And that's what it is for fun. There's there's a lot of cool action scenes. There's a lot of just random fan service. Not too over the top with it, but there's a lot of art is great.
1: It has a ton of good fan service. A lot of great designs. Like I love
0: the futuristic awesome style.
1: awesome sci-fi designs. Like the aliens are great, like all the crazy like, you know, orbital platforms and garbage are awesome. Yeah,
0: very cool. And that very 80s style. It has right? an
1: it's got that same if you've watched our review of um 1, I go on and on about how I love that color palette. It's the same Same color, color palette. palette. Fucking love yeah. it. But yeah, it's just, it's fun. Sometimes I just like, I want to watch stuff that's fun. It's
0: just, it's it's much like the rest of Dirty Pair. It's just stupid fun.
1: It has a solid story. Everything makes sense. Yeah, Nothing's it's very weird. clear, simple stuff. Like, story. you don't have to fucking
0: think about it too hard. No. But it's fun. No, it's good. It's good. Um, I don't know. I don't have too much to say about it because I don't have anything to complain about it. Like, it's an hour and a half. It's just silly fun. Like, there's no... Don't think about it too hard. If you think about it too hard, you you've already fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's not the kind of thing you get like. You don't overthink it. Like there's some there's some cool ideas in it. Don't get me wrong about evolution and whatever else. Like they throw enough of that in there where you be like, oh, that's kind of neat. You know, it's enough little interest. Um, but yeah, it's just it's entertaining, man. I like it, and I don't know. Hopefully, there's going to be. I think they're doing a remaster. Yeah, they are. I don't know if they're doing just the series. They're going to do the movies or both or whatever. I imagine they'll do all of it. Um, I'm hoping so because it looks like it's just, what, the one series, 26 episodes, and then the three It's a super three classic
1: franchise that movies, they. Whatever. I would love them to do more of.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Dirty Pair, Project Eden. Um, There's two
1: other movies, too. Just watch all of them. Yeah, just check them all they're out. They're
0: all good. They're all equally good. And they spent a dis- decent amount of time. Like, this one was, like, 85 or 86 one, another one is eighty five, eighty six. There's one that's like ninety. I think the series is late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, it is. Then there's a there's a remake or a redo or a sequel or I don't know that's like later nineties. No, that exists. Um, yeah, I just check it out, man. Dirty Parish is fun. It's one of those like
1: obscure franchises that's like really good. So they'll
0: get to Crusher Joe to go even more obscure because they're just a spin off of Crusher Joe. But
1: <sighs> Crusher Joe's out on Blu-ray, man.
0: I know. I gotta pick it up. It's on you sale. Have to watch it. I think
1: Rice stuff has it on sale. Make that
0: Christmas order. We'll do it.
1: Uh, yeah, you gotta get it
0: done. Anyway, I don't have much else to say about Dirty Pear. It's it's just entertaining. Check it out. Um, I, honestly, you know, I hate to say so little about something, but there's just. There's not much to say about it. It's very simple. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. And it's just a simple action. Well, I mean, if we
1: said any more, we'd ruin it. So just just watch it.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: Anyway, it's Christmas vacation. Everybody have a lovely holiday. I'm going to enjoy my week off. And we will see you next Friday.
0: Yes, sir. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining.